Episode 76, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. 76. All right, so hi, everybody. Hi. Um, it's us again for a weekly wrap-up of our live radio show. From uh, Sunday night show. From Sunday night show. Uh, that would oh. be Sunday Oscar night. Ooh. Ooh. That's right. While you guys were watching the Oscars, we were talking about the Oscars, but we weren't watching it. <laughs> um, we'd start off the show basically with some like, little fun little game that we obviously won't know the winner outcome until I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a, such a, I'm a podcast ease. Um, uh, let's see. We had a guest, Chrissy from Itsy Bitsy. Yes. Um, designs, I think. Yeah, Itsy Bitsy Designs. She, uh, she was the girl, for those people who are fans of the show, remember the day that I got made up as a zombie? Yes, with so the for our one-year anniversary show. Yep. Yeah. Um, and we were talking, she's going to be hitting the, uh, Monster Mania Con. It's coming up this week, but yeah. those people in China are going to be what? Yeah. Those people in Germany, huh? So, you know, but we talked briefly about it. So in case you kind of go, well, what's that? It's a convention that's hold every few months um, yes. in Jersey. Yeah. Or Baltimore, but this time it's, it's going to be a Jersey. Yes. It is basically kind of like up and down the East coast. There's probably some version in the West coast and Central America. You can look I mean, for central, it. Central U.S. Yeah. In Central America. <laughs> it's completely different Monster Mania. Uh, but it's going, if you want to find out more about it, it's monstermania.net is the website to go check out. Uh, see the uh, actors that are going to be there. The stars are going to be there. Um, and other stuff that actually involves. There's, there's movies that they play. So if you're a big horror fan and you're in the tri-state area of uh, the Northeast, you know, stop on by. And, you know, obviously I'll be there. Yes. I mean, you're not going to be. No, I'm going to not be able to make you're this one. You're passing on this one? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going, so you might be able to bump into me. So those people who have seen me on the Facebook page, you'll know what exactly what I look like. Just come and say, hi, I'm a fan of Geeksters. Yeah. Or go see um, Chrissy at her Itsy Bitsy booth because she is a, a, a retailer. Yes. There. She does tchotchkes. Yes, she made some amazing things for Christmas. Uh, Erica got us two ornaments. They're beautiful. Well, I got a... Uh, Star Wars with the uh, Darth Vader on the one side and the uh, the Death Star on the other side, and you've got something. What was Angelina it? Jolie, there you go. Lara Croft, yeah, beautiful art uh, artwork designs that they, she did to put that together. Um, and uh, so check her out; she's got a lot of great wares that you can uh, buy and uh, enjoy. Oh, but let's get to the whole meat of the whole thing. Right, before, right as the show was starting, we brought up uh, I made up a, brought up a news article about <laughs> PetSmart, which caused huge. Argument, yeah, more like a debate, really. Because I, like I said, I mean, I had no, no dog in the a dog in the race. I guess you guys say, <laughs> uh, no dog in this race, but my dog won't run. <laughs> Thank you, Matthew. You're very welcome, Sean. So uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I you know was heated about you know policies and their, uh, you know, the way I look at it is, I'm doing the breakdown of the show. I have the last word. So Erica, you're wrong and I'm right. There you go. So, so if you want compelling arguing in radio, probably about people who are dog owners and not dog owners, eh, whatever. Yeah, you know, um, it's an interesting listen. Yes, I have to say, two people yelling at each other. Well, her yelling, I'm just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Plan her like a harp from hell. <laughs> I thought she was gonna leap out of that chair and strangle me. Strangle, yeah. Yeah, no, it's great radio, isn't it? Yes. It's like, oh, push that button. Push, 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 push. <laughs> Let's see how far we can go. <laughs> 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 All 
<laughs> so enjoy that. And then we talk, obviously, box office. Uh, top five movies top of the weekend. Yep. And you find out what could possibly, because there's a movie here in the States called The Son of God um, that started because it's close to Easter. Yeah. So, I mean, I know Easter is April 20th, but Fat Tuesday's coming up, so I guess they want to start the guilt early. Yes. So they do, but that did not come in where you expect, and there was a, there was a movie that beat that out in the box office. Which was a shocker. Not to me. Really? Yeah. I, actually, the shocker was that it was even on the top five, that movie. Yeah. That Son of God was even on top. I was like, what? But apparently, it made money, so, I mean, it brought enough people. Yeah. But one thing cannot be stopped. <laughs> so... Oh, there was a little clue in there. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, um, that and of course video games, and I talk about my. No, it was second hour, wasn't it? We yes. did DVD releases and video games. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah didn't, we didn't talk. Oh, just, yeah. We just did movies. That fight. Talk about it ate up a lot of time. It ate up a lot of time. Which is right again. You folks are only getting two parts. Yes. Because we only took one break. So don't be like, where's the mystery third part? There is none. Ooh. Ooh. We're just giving you a double shot. Pop, pop. <laughs> so, yeah, enjoy the first half, and we'll uh, get back to you in a bit. Yep. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Geeksters, bitches. <laughs> would you like to anything in any announcement you would like to make, Ed? Uh, no. Was I supposed to? Well, like the I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I apologize for the mistake I, I made. Apologize. All right. Um, so, welcome to Geeksters, those people who are new. I'm your host, Sean. I'm your host, Ed. And I'm your co- Is my mic on? Yeah, yeah you can okay. hear you fine. No, I can't hear myself in these headphones. There's a big shot. But I'm your co-host, Erica. <laughs> and, and tonight we have a special guest. Say hi. Hey, this is Chrissy. How you guys doing? Hi, Chrissy. All right, we'll work on it. Ed, you can still frantically push buttons, Ed. That's what you do best. And then... Uh, All right, there we go. I found a fit. All right, um... So, what are you here for? <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, uh, you know, my good friend Erica was, uh, we were discussing recently at the Philadelphia Tattoo Convention, the upcoming Monster Mania Horror Convention, and uh, as uh, many people know from the last time I was on the show, I'm a huge horror. I'll be there next week. Yeah, well, I'll see you there. Yep. Come check me out. And, uh, and, and I... Obviously, uh, I'm a vendor, and we do uh, fun accessories and art and awesome ornaments. That's right. <laughs> my so, my Angelina Jolie is right by my computer. That's right. <laughs> Some good stuff. So I just figured I'd come on, give Itsy Bitsies a plug, which is the company I have with my mom and my sister, Janet and Laura. If you guys are listening, I love you. And uh, I'll also tell you more about the show. Mushy. I love you, really. I love my mom and my sister. Right? I love her mom and her sister. They're awesome. <laughs> All right. Also, too, for those people who haven't paid attention, earlier this week it was Erica's birthday. Happy yeah, birthday, Erica! Birthday. Thank you. And here at Geeksters, we want to show you our appreciation by a gift. Oh, oh. Hold on, I gotta take off the headphones now. Yes. <laughs> okay. On. For the record. All this was Ed's idea. What's inside was mine. He was like, well, she's a chick. We got to dress it up. I was going to give you a Best Buy bag. Go here. <laughs> so this is, this is a lovely bag here. Oh, my God. This is awesome. So they, they gave me Argento's Dracula on DVD. Yay. See, just because you show, Yay. I pay attention when women talk. 
even though it may not sound like it. Oh, and there's a card that says Google Girl Alfred on it. (laughs) (laughs) Birthday greetings with a pug and a Darth Vader costume from the bark side. May the Schwartz be with you, your fellow geekster, Sean and Ed. Oh, yay. yay. Thank you, guys. I wasn't sure. Like again, I was like, I don't think she remembered having a, a Blu-ray player, so yeah. let's go with the DVD. And she mentioned it briefly. We mentioned it as a new release. Yeah. And she was like, it was her pick to put on the list. Yeah, she got excited. So she, I'm like, I, guess, you know, we, I don't think anybody was smart enough to get it for her. You didn't let's already have it, it, do you? No, I don't. There you All go. All right. Because I mean, if you did, I was going to take it back and get the 3D <laughs> Blu-ray version for myself. <laughs> How nice of you. I'll have something to watch tomorrow while I'm cooped up at home. Maybe. Yeah, Erica's bailing. She said she's leaving at 9, folks, because the we'll weather... See. We'll see if it actually happens since I don't actually keep track of time or anything. Well, I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's quarter after 7. When, when I came into the studio, it almost stopped raining. So, yeah, I mean, it was only spitting. Yeah. The only reason why I'm a little concerned about getting home is because they're instituting a state of emergency in Philly at 10. And you're not supposed to be on the roads unless you're emergency personnel. <laughs> uh, we call it, since I give Ryder Ed a ride home, I'll have him lean out the window and go, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> so that way we pretend we're cops. <laughs> I, I suspect it's going to be nothing, but. Ed'll sit there with his smartphone <laughs> turning it on and off. On and off. Woo, woo. I'm an undercover officer. I'm work vice. We want to make sure those hookers keep warm. <laughs> All right. So, um, and also too, uh, it's a big night for those people who are geeksters. Yeah. Who are geek and geekettes because tonight's the Oscars. Oscar Woo! night. Yes. Hollywood. Hollywood. Where the obnoxious go to pat themselves on the back. <laughs> Good job. Good job making millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's fight hunger and let's fight poor. Let's do, let's make you, the audience member, give us money when, oh, I don't know. Let's say, um, give us a big, what was one of the big movies last year? One of the big movies last year has to be American Hustle. Well, not that's nominated for an Oscar. Oh, that's not saying, nominated for an like, Oscar. Like, name a movie that made like over $100 million. Thor the Dark World. Okay, there's a good point. Yeah. Hey, you want to help feed the hunger? Hungry? Hey, you know what? Thor, you made almost $200 million movies. Why don't you take. I don't know, $3 million and give it to a charity. There you go. Instead of asking us for the money. <laughs> yeah. I'm 50 cents of every ticket sale. How about that? Wow. All right. That'd be good. I can go with that. You no, know, but instead, no, we got to sit around and judge other people. Like, I think it was one actor said that if you want to nominate, you know, for, to win Best Actor, you would have to have all the actors in the category play the exact same role and then vote on... Who you thought did the best job to be best actor? Yeah, that's true. That's a good idea. And I'm like, that's genius. But instead, no, we'll have you know a category like performs by an actor in a leading role: Christian Bale, American Hustle, Bruce Dern, Nebraska, Leonardo DiCaprio, The Wolf of Wall Street, Chiwetel Le- uh, whatever, Twelve Years a Slave, and Matthew McConaughey, Dallas Buyers Club. All right, all right, all right. This movie where I just lost a little weight and put on a cowboy hat and people seem to love me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what we did here at Geekster, since we can't, I mean, I do know this is the first year. It's almost as if they knew we do a show because this is the first year that the Oscars are streaming live while they're doing the show on the Internet. Yes. Yeah. So throughout the show, and we, I 
we Ed graciously printed up ballots, the Oscar ballots for the, the you know, so we got bragging rights. So before this show, we all voted on what we thought what was going to win each category. Yes. So what we're going to do tonight is we're going to kind of we place our ballots. And then next week, because some people have to leave, and we don't want to do like an up. We, you know, she wants to do like an up to date, up to minute, because it starts at eight, I think. Yeah, I'm actually keeping an eye on what's going on now. Okay, well, who's walking down the red carpet right now? Find out. So I'm, what I'm we're gonna do is, yeah, while she's doing that, I'll kind of give you the the game plan here, kids. Okay. Well, you know, if if she can during the course of the show, she'll go. Oh, by the way, this one, this yes. one, this one, and we'll tick off. Now, obviously, it's Hollywood, and it's probably bright and sunny, and it's also three hours behind us. Yes. So it's like 5 o'clock in the afternoon when the show officially starts. They'll probably run like 11, 11.30 our time, mm. which we should be well out of the studio by then. <laughs> so next week, we'll tell you who won our Oscar pool. Yes. And it's more of a bragging rights to see who's the better movie person. I you know, it's not me. So <laughs> there's no there's no money. I involved. never win these things, especially against him. And usually, usually <laughs> in the like when I had worked in an office, I would print out ballots. We all throw five bucks in, and winner takes all. You know, kind of thing. And it was usually like ten. You want to be like fifty, maybe sixty bucks for you know as a pot. So you know that was a, that was always great because I, we I, when I was working with him when we when he did it, it was great. Because every week, every week when people would submit ballots, you're like, "Oh, you voted for this movie? That's horrible." And yeah, it's always like back well, we and forth banner. With we it. were kind of doing it here before the uh, mics went on. It was like, "Oh, well, um, Chrissy wanted Jared Leto to win for best uh, actor in a supporting role because he played what did he play? <clears throat> he played a transgender role, and I think that's pretty brave, you know. And I th- and it's kind of as as great as that is to me. It's a dude in a dress." <laughs> You know? Yeah, but he looks fucking good in that dress. So, yeah, so that's okay. So, I'd still for, bang him. so for cute factor, let's vote for him. <laughs> I, to I me, to me, I just want to punch him in the face because I like to destroy things that are beautiful. <laughs> Fight club. because that's Ed. a shock. Because yeah. <laughs> Ed kind of gave you a look like what? what? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Fight Club. Right. Um, I mean, yeah, granite roll. Like I think Matthew McConaughey is going to win Best Actor only because he lost a lot of weight and played an AIDS patient. I've never seen the movie, but I know Hollywood. Yeah. Like, you girls think 12 Years a Slave is going to win a lot because it deals with slavery. I Most of the time, I think you're right, but I think that, you know, the pretentious white America that is the Oscars are going to be like, nah, we're going to go with the keys this year. <laughs> See, I'm kind of feeling like it's going to be split between... Um, in reality, I think it's going to be split between 12 Years a Slave and Gravity. Right. I would like to see Dallas Buyers Club walk away with more than a few. And American Hustle, too. I, I Now, okay, I'll say, um, out of the 10, this is another thing I don't like, is there's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 mo- pictures nominated for Best Motion, motion Picture. Mm-hmm. But yet, um, we're directing... Uh, American Hustle, one, two, three, four, five directors. So that means half of the half of the movies that got nominated, that, that nominated they're not. There's no best director. Like yeah. Your director sucks, but your movies. Yeah. Awesome. So how? Like, yeah. well, like, well, like last year's the big thing is that I feel Ben Affleck, who wasn't nominated, rightfully so, deserved the best director Oscar for Argo, because Argo was the best movie of all time in my opinion last year. It was great. But he, because it's Ben Affleck, he got shunned. But yet he won the Golden Globe. 
the Critics' Choice Award, every other award that could have been given to a Best Director, he walked away with, except for an Oscar, because he wasn't nominated. Hmm. You know, so, but yet, and also, Argo won Best Picture of the Year. Yes. So it's like, well, then how can you, as a, how can you as a group, vote to say, hey, this is the Best Picture of the Year, and not traditionally give it to the director? But not even nominate the director. Right. Like, don't even nominate the person <clears throat> who created the right. Best Picture of the Year. I mean, and then, you know, of course, like, I mean, okay, let's look at some other directing, acting gigs. He acted in it, too. Um, we call it uh, Kevin, Kevin, uh, what's his face? Kevin Costner. Yeah. Um, what's the one where he won the Oscar for Best Director and Best Picture, where he was the, uh, the with the Indian girl and all that? Oh, uh, was... Uh, the Wolves. Uh, Dance, Dance of the Wolves. Yeah, Dance of the Wolves. One Best Picture, one Best Director. Mel Gibson, Best Director best picture yeah. you know so it's kind of like all right well it doesn't make any sense like last year it was ang lee one di- director for life of pi which was a great movie mm-hmm. but then argo walked away with best picture it was like oh huh? yeah you know so it's, it's kind of always one of those like I, I do honestly think the oscars need to kind of redo reevaluate what they yeah i mean okay, nominate for, for, yeah for like for best animated picture i think they only have like three nominees now that's kind of new the um okay five. let's see um, five five yes what were they the Crudes Despicable Me Two Ernest and Celestine Celestine thank you Frozen and The Wind Rises okay two of those movies I never heard of yeah you know same here but I mean The Wind Rises looks like it's a Japan anime oh okay yeah all right and I think the other one's probably French because I know there was like a French you know yeah but, but there's no Pixar movie didn't Pixar release a movie last year no. No? Oh yes, planes, planes. Right, so that's yeah, but usually Pixar. <laughs> I wonder why that one didn't get. Nominated. Yeah, because it's like, oh well, we just it's cars. With cars, it's <laughs> planes. Yeah, so um, I my, I think Frozen's gonna win because it's Disney. Yeah. I think that you know, I didn't see the Crudes, so I don't know how well that. I mean, I kind of want to see it because it looks kind of funny. Right. But uh, eh, who knows? So, like I said, we're gonna keep as close to track as possible. But we'll we'll announce the winners next week. Yeah. Right now, it's it's not streaming yet, so yeah, everything sh- everything that I'm seeing is uh, streaming of stuff from last year. So yeah, I mean, it doesn't the show doesn't really start till eight, so yeah. eight eight thirty. So well, you, I thought uh, maybe they'd have you know people walking the red carpet or something like showing that. Maybe. Yeah. All right. So, well, so generally they it's like uh, Bravo or uh, E gets those. Yeah, kind I of know. Walking yeah, the red John Rivers usually is. Like, oh, yeah. look at that! Oh. Yeah. Actually, for E, it's uh, Kelly Osbourne and um, the other guy. I forget his well, name. Well, Kelly Osbourne's Aus is on Joan Rivers' show yeah. on day for like the yeah. Fashion Police. Fashion Police, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so she's you know? she's going to be doing it. I don't I know if I from... ever thought that train wreck would be like she a looks fashion-y. good. No, man. She's amazing. But I know. I mean, like, she was, she, she was a train wreck. again. One of those things. She when she she got super hot as she kind of grew into her body. Yeah. It was like wow. I mean, she she grew into her body. She also lost a lot of weight. Um, like she's I think a size two or four now. Something like that, mm-hmm. um, you know. And I guess it's one of those things where she, I, it seems to me anyway. Like she, she I think she wanted to distance herself DSLs. from <laughs> the rest of her family she got a little sober bit. Too. Yeah, I mean, that has a yeah. Lot to do with it. Well, I think too. Like, well, Jack so did Jack for a little. You know, he was off the wagon and then came back on the wagon. Now he's got the. Um, he's sick. He, I think it's. I don't. I don't want to be misquoted, but I think he has like Parkinson's or MS. I think it's MS. MS I think it is. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah, only if we had a way to find that out. Hmm. Let me look on this <laughs> laptop in front of me and find hey. out. Yeah. Do your job! Just because you get a gift doesn't mean you're exempt from work. <laughs> Looks like it is MS because when I type in his name, the second thing... Yeah, he has multiple okay. sclerosis. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So that's the Oscar thing. Um, it was Erica's birthday. She also went on a trip. She went to Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta for two days and then Columbus, Georgia. Which Columbus Georgia. is the second largest uh, city in Georgia. Next to Atlanta? Uh, well, about two hours outside. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's. It, it was, was it hot in her? No, <laughs> it got up to the hottest it got was seventy degrees. It was like perfect day. Sun was out. I was in a you know t shirt and jeans. I'm like, this is awesome. And then the fucking bipolar weather down there. It went from seventy to fifty, <laughs> and then stayed in the fifties the rest of the week. Wow. So yeah, that's still better than here. Oh yeah. <laughs> So, also, too, I... if you get a chance, put your name on the ballot. Okay. <laughs> I just realized, how are they going to know? Who's this who? The shitty picks are mine. No, <laughs> <laughs> the loser picks are yours. Man, I voted from the heart, man. Yeah, because that's how Hollywood works. And actually, we do have a Hollywood story that kind of works off of that later in the show. That The one I picked, I made a comment on our Facebook yes, page. Yes, yes, Because I wanted to bring that up, too, because I thought that was interesting. Stupid, but interesting. <laughs> So, <laughs> yes. all right, so um, let's get on with the, well, are there any other exciting news while you were in Atlanta there, or Georgia, or the, the, the trip? Yeah. That was the flights? The, well, the, the flight down there was, uh, it was a little tough. It was two hours delayed. So I got wow. there very, very late Friday night. I was supposed to be there. Yeah, but you lost. Uh, you, did you lose an hour? No, no, it's in the same time zone. Uh, okay. Yeah. I never. I think it's, um. Uh, my brother-in-law said it's Alabama where the you know, time so change it's right next to where okay. where I was. Um, right. But yeah, I, I, getting down there was a little tough. Coming home was fine. I had I had no problems. It was a nice flight. I just kind of zoned out and slept for the whole flight. So yeah, it was uh, it was pretty nice. And while I was down there, I took my nephew around, did a <coughs> lot of stuff. I took him to. There's the Columbus Museum, which has some art and then a lot of history of the area down there. So I took them there. I took them to the Children's Museum in Atlanta. Um, Centennial Olympic Park is okay. really nice. So if you're in the Atlanta area and you haven't checked that out, go check it out. They have some great facilities they have like a there. Nice shrine Nelly or anything? Huh? A nice shrine of Nelly or no? You know, no. maybe his him holding not where a, I was anyway. Maybe him holding a football like you know <laughs> the longest yard. There was no <laughs> Nellyville bus or anything. No, you know, no. It gets hot up in here. Yeah, the worst Nelly. part of it was in in Atlanta was the traffic. Really? So the traffic was horrendous. We were on a 12-lane highway, so six lanes going in each direction, and the traffic was so bad, it was bumper-to-bumper bumper on a 12-lane Jesus. highway. Jesus. Wow. So, yeah, I, I was just kind of like, really? Really? So. And they say LA gets a bad rap because no one thinks about Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A- Atlanta was, it was really bad. And it, it took us like 45 minutes to get out of a parking lot. That took my sister and my nephew to Macy's. There's a um, there's a store because that's what you do when you're in a completely different country. You go to a store that's right around the corner. Yeah, <laughs> this one um, has a, a Lush Cosmetics in it. Oh, yeah, sign me up. Oh. <laughs> I like that store. I love Lush Cosmetics because um, you're a Lush. Yes, uh, it's a nice about 
No, it's actually all handmade cosmetics, like, you know, bubble bars and bath bombs, um, you know. Because and they have, have actual someone lotion. someone taking the fat from the uh, liposuction there and yeah. making soap yep. yeah. exactly no? again Fight Club. Oh, <laughs> and it's, uh, first rule of Fight Club. Yep. Hey, shh. What? What's the What's the first rule? We don't talk I'm about it. Hey, to, I'm not allowed to talk about That's it. That's right. What's the second rule? Still don't talk about it. <laughs> but everything at Lush is handmade. It's all vegetarian, and then some of it's vegan. Um, so, the, di- yeah. the difference is, is that, yeah. Pl- so I'm okay, gonna... so vegetarian is you don't eat any animal meat. like meats, um, but you might still eat cheese. Like you might eat animal byproducts, so cheese, honey, eggs, eggs milk. Um, a Ooh. vegan is somebody who eats absolutely nothing that comes from or is associated with an animal. So no, no Jello, no right. And I think vegans are the worst scum of the earth. Why? Because they eat mostly leaves and salads and stuff like that, right? Well, anybody knows anything about science is that we need those plants because they produce oxygen. All right? Yes. We need oxygen to live and to breathe. So every salad a vegan eats is now killing somebody because they're, they're taking away the oxygen that we breathe from the earth. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm waiting for the comment. It could also be, you know, I, I don't think that there that's the only thing that's taking away our oxygen. The fact that the Amazon is being destroyed oh, here second we go. by second, here we go. I think is a bigger issue than vegans. Yeah, I'm maybe. Sure. If you think so, whatever. <laughs> I'll just, you know, if you're outside and that's the reason why I don't see any trees around your neighbor because you're too busy eating them. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I tried to be vegetarian, and it—I'm a vegetarian. I, I, can, <laughs> I can tell you right now, I would never make it as a vegan. I love my honey. I love my well. Actually, I used to love milk. Now I've switched to almond milk, and I like that a little bit better taste-wise. Um, milk from nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I like my nut milk. Mm. Nice and creamy. Write your own jokes there, folks. <laughs> that's that's what we call in the industry a softball pitch. <laughs> yes, and I know. <laughs> it's like, here you go. Anyway. So, so yeah, I mean, there's, there's So, I'm never going to see you chowing down on a steak or a taco or anything I like that. steak. All right. Yeah. So, would you consider yourself a vegetarian, a vegan, or no? no you're just no, I, all I, American I'm an omnivore. One. Yes. All right. Definitely an omnivore. Like I said, I tried. Um, you mean carnivore? I. No, no, she's an omnivore. omnivore. Omnivores everything. eat everything. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. I thought omnivore was one of people who just avoided meat. Herbivore is somebody who eats mostly plants. Well, I mean, we're talking animal. Uh, uh, carnivore animals. eats meat. Herbivore eats plants. Omnivore eats everything. Oh, see, I didn't, hear the, I didn't, the the omni, I didn't hear the omni part. We're, we're greedy. We eat everything. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> yes? Fine. I'm going to eat it. Except All shrimp. Right. I don't like shrimp. Why can you not like shrimp? I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. It's weird? What's weird about, about it? It's just a it's little body. I don't want to know. It's not like it's lit, like walking up to you going, <laughs> Eat me! Hey! Eat me! Just, I'm delicious! It's no. not like they're parading a no. live shrimp going, What is your choice, madame? <laughs> oh, we have Paris, the shrimp. He's so tiny. No. Then we have the jumbo shrimp. They push around. They are the bullies of the shrimp world. <laughs> you might want to eat them because they are jumbo. 
<laughs> I'm not a shrimp. I'm a king prawn. <laughs> it's, it's like the uh, Little Mermaid where they sing the Le Poisson song. Maybe. Oh, Le Poisson, Le Poisson. How I love Le Poisson. He's talking about cutting off fish heads and stuff. Stacy would know. Stacy would know. Le Poisson is French for fish. Gotcha. Yeah. I thought it was poutine. No, that's faux wrench. Oh, faux wrench. <laughs> All right. Oh, and uh, just so you know, I saw this art thing completely off chart of anything geek related, though. But PetSmart has updated their um their dress code. Their dress code to allow tattoos and facial piercings wow, to be visible. I saw that. Way to way to steal my thunder, thunder, because I was going to read the Sorry. line right there. Read it. It says effective immediately. Associates in all PetSmart stores may wear facial jewelry and display their tattoos. Reason being, we want to celebrate the diversity of our teams and recognize you for the care you show our pet parents and their pets. Now, Let's the only thing PetSmart has to do is stop banning bully breeds from their hotel. And then we'll be good. Huh? Huh? They have uh, breed, See, res- they have breed restrictions the on yeah. their hotels, on their pet hotels. Okay. So you can board your animal there, but if you have a bully breed... Um, then they won't they won't socialize the dog they won't like there's there's restrictions around what they will allow if they take your dog well i mean don't you think that is for the safety of all the parties no. involved no and i'll tell you why you please do because, because i, I bully, yeah. i'm a, i'm a huge bully breed advocate um explain the, to the people at home okay, so and the idiots breed, that what's a bully breed a bully breed Thank is, is <laughs> translation ed <laughs> it's sort of the umbrella term for pit bull type dogs okay so it's okay. like the american staffordshire terrier the american pit bull terrier um bulldogs sometimes fall under there boxers uh king Corsos, I'm a Bruce man, Dom- uh Domo- <laughs> argentios Okay, the dogs that were mostly are, are categorized, and whenever you see as a horror, as when you see a horror movie, they're yeah. always like the guard dog, yeah. or you know, if there's a, a dog fight club, it's always you know the yeah. pit bulls, like the, okay, yeah. like okay. the and and you know the dogs that Mike Vick did, and you know Brad alleged he, he got convicted. That, so that doesn't mean yeah, I could you know he was alleged just because he was guilty. I mean, I'm, don't get me wrong. I mean, he was probably guilty as fuck because it happened under his roof. But there's no picture of him in the ring going, I'm bad on that dog. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Bastard did it. Sue me, Vic. Uh, I'm, anyway. Trust me, I wasn't just protect ourselves. I could care less. You're allowed to say whatever you want to say. I'm not, you know. Anyway, so it's, it's <laughs> you know, all these, you know, the dogs that are getting sort of labeled as vicious. And the reality is, is these dogs are no more vicious than any other dog. It's the person who trains them. I, I would so, have, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's, yeah, always, think, it's always right. the owner, not the dog. Exactly. Right. I mean, my mom got attacked by a poodle. So, right. Damn it, I want poodles labeled as vicious. Okay. So, I- <laughs> my issue is, is that, you know, you can't sort of apply this, um, you can't apply this rule to just one breed of dogs. Like, if you're oh. going to do it, you need to apply it to all dogs. Because, like I said, any if it has teeth, it can bite. Period. So any dog, regardless of the size, has the propensity to bite somebody. And the thing is, you don't always know what may cause an an animal always has a reason to attack, but you don't always necessarily know what that reason is. 
I, I, I understand. Okay. So that's, that's my issue is that they are applying this rule to a specific breed and it's already been proven that breeds. Now I'm, I'm talking about breed specific legislation, which is a little bit different. Um, but targeting one breed they've already proved does not work. All it does is create more, more work and it actually costs place okay. more to, but you're kind of going off the tangent mm-hmm. only because of the fact that you're not telling me why this rule should be should not be in effect because they shouldn't be targeting one specific breed that's what i'm saying like if they're going to make a rule about vicious dogs they need to make a rule regardless of the breed because you could like i said you could have a poodle that comes in that doesn't like other dogs that is absolutely vicious and if they're willing to socialize that dog when that dog is a threat you see what I'm saying? Like, I, I, take it I, on like a case by I, case basis. Exactly. I, like they should. I understand the reasoning behind it, but let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. If we were thrown into jail, mm-hmm. would you house a social serial killer with a computer hacker? Would you room them in the same place? That's apples to oranges. What How? You, I, I don't you see have what a you're violent, you have a, you have a known violent criminal. Would you put them. That's, oh, I see what you're saying. But that's an individual person, an individual what? dog. That, right, but that's right, my right, point. That's right. exactly my but, point. But but, you need but, to take it on an individual basis and not base it on breed. That's just, it's and, it's now. Look, for, I'm saying, not saying like don't get me wrong. I'm not agreeing or disagreeing with mm-hmm. the policy. I'm just to me, it's more like if I'm a dog owner mm-hmm. and they, they if they go okay, you know what? We kind of because this pit bull and I'm going you know, let's not even use pit bull because mm-hmm. that's a bad term. It's it's. Let's, no, it's, let's, it's not a bad term. It's just an inaccurate term. Well, okay, because yeah, it's, well, it's an umbrella term. But for, what, I'm, what I'm going to say yeah. is is that pit bulls get the stigma. Exactly. Okay, but in the '70s, it was the Rottweiler. In and the '80s, that, it was the Doberman. Before that, I mean, <clears throat> breed-specific targeting. I, I will tell you exactly where it goes back to. It goes back to the days of slave owners using bloodhounds to I chase. I don't give a no, shit. But I'm giving you the history of it. I don't if care about the history. This, I want you, I'm going to give you the history because we're not arguing. I'm asking you a question. <laughs> you're the one sitting there going. Like you're the one sitting there going. I gave you the answer. No, wait, 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 it's going to be breed-specific. I gave you the answer though. It's because it's the same kind of thing. Like you need to take it on an individual basis. So, and like if you're say that Ed is a murderer and you're a computer and so hacker, far I've not disagreed with no, anything you said. Put you two together. It's the other way around. Okay, if you if Sean is a murderer and Ed is a computer yeah, hacker, okay, like would I house you guys together? No, and it's the same kind of thing. Like if I have two dogs, regardless of breed, one is vicious and one is not, or one even, even using that term is a little like one may. Have the propensity way to, to bite first, or attack way to, way to or whatever, the show. <laughs> and the other one doesn't. Right. Then no, I'm not going to put them together, but I'm not going to base it on breed. I, I, it's the same kind of thing as saying all Irish people are drunks, or all blacks are are rapists, or you know, all Jews are are greedy, you know, or cheap. Most or of them whatever. are. You but know? most of them are. <laughs> like that's what I'm saying is, is I understand the case by case yeah. basis. But if you look at statistics, mm-hmm. and that's how they're looking at it from a scientific perspective by saying. This breed has the potential to be more violent over the other, regardless of individual mm-hmm. basis. Because again, but the problem stereotypes, is it's not true. Stereotypes are usually had based on a mm-hmm. little bit of truth. But the problem is, it's not true. In temp- in controlled temperament testing, <clears throat> pit bull type dogs, the Ameri- especially the American Staffordshire Terrier, tested higher <sighs> than quote oh, sorry again, than quote unquote family. Throw me facts I could give a shit about. 
The, uh, because, but I'm giving because, you the facts because we because you because no, once because once a facts, minute because you're always no, going no, 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 no because no, it's, the it's, facts. it's hey here's here's no, facts the here's facts, facts but take it on an individual basis no but listen to me but that's what that's what I'm saying these facts bust the stereotypes the facts but disprove the stereotypes it the reality is if you are a dog owner. You have to be you have to be the one to take responsibility for that animal, regardless of breed. And okay, now with that with that statement, I'm going to say if I I am a dog owner mm-hmm. of a cute little French poodle, let's say mm-hmm. cute tiny little thing. Yeah, I put it into a cage for to house. You know, I'm mm-hmm. going away on vacation. Let's say Atlanta. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> my dog gets bit by any other breed. Mm-hmm. And let's say it happens to be a Rottweiler, mm-hmm. which apparently I do own, by mm-hmm. the way. <clears throat> that, and now I automatically, who do I, and my dog gets hurt, mm-hmm. like really hurt by mm-hmm. it. May have to put down, may, you know, walk with a limp, mm-hmm. may need another seeing eye cat. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> I would pay to see that, by the way. All right. So now right away as a dog owner, first of all, it's, having, it's a, a member of my family. Yeah. It's a kid. Yeah. Why did you put my dog into a cage or a yard mm-hmm. with a dog that you know has a tendency to be a bully dog? Regardless, but you don't know. You have that's what I'm saying. You have to take it on a case by case basis. <clears throat> I have a pit bull at home, right? And people are terrified of this dog, and he is a mush, absolute mush. Now that that's not to say that Can you describe he may, a mush. What? Well, he's a softy. My, he's a softy. Oh, he's softy. A, okay. He's a, yeah, yeah, he okay. is okay, no, attached to me at the hip. Continue. Um, I'm looking for a But joke. the thing is, is you need to know you need to know your dog well enough. You need to know some some dogs just do not do well around other dogs. <clears throat> and so, like I had a King Corso for a while, I would not allow him around other dogs because I knew he did not do well with other dogs. I had a beagle that was the same way. But that's what I'm saying. Like you need to like if you were to house that beagle or take him to a border, you need to be the one to tell them. Hey, this you know he does not do well with other dogs. It could be like a questionnaire, exactly, for the pet owner, so that that way, if they're not a sociable, okay, dog, yeah. so ne- so you know, like, okay, this dog should not be socialized with other dogs, or like my my King Corso did okay with females, so I would only, you know, if I did allow another dog around, it would only be a girl. Uh, okay, like because you know I knew him well enough to know that he couldn't be around other dogs. So it's, you need to know your dog. Right. And so ultimately if I, the if, owner is responsible. If I walk in with a pit bull and you walk in with a pit bull to a pet smart mm-hmm. and I go, I'm going away for a week. Can you house my dog? And they go, okay. Um, and I go as a responsible mm-hmm. dog owner, look, he gets well with every dog. He's a friendly mm-hmm. dog. He lo- he's a lovable, like he's wagging his tail. He's looking at people. He's, mm-hmm. Little kids are walking up and he's letting yeah. pet, whatever. And they go, can you house my dog? Yeah, sure, but because of the breed, because we don't know how, because every dog is an individual, mm-hmm. we have to keep him separate from the other ones. Mm-hmm. As a dog owner, I'd be like, hey, look, I understand that, because not only are you saving, you know, not only are you protecting my dog, mm-hmm. but you're also protecting another person's loved one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm okay with the idea of being like, you know what, separate my dog. My dog, I know my dog well mm-hmm. enough to be able to go, it'll be fine, but for your for your for your um, peace of mind, mm-hmm. 
for your financial security because mm -hmm. if something happens, and I may not be that type of sue, mm -hmm. but maybe that person who is is going to sue the shit out of you because mm -hmm. I, even though it's your policy, I respect your policy. It's not like I'm holding hands with my dog and they're beating the shit out of my dog mm -hmm. every day. They're just doing it to protect themselves. That's fine, but they better be doing it with every other single dog that's <clears throat> yeah, there, but too. Like, what about, like, Fifi, who looks, like, real sweet and demure, and you put it around other dogs, and she, like, but again, their, like, that now, But that, something. again, falls upon the owner but that's, of the that's dog. But that's exactly my whole point, though. Like, but no, it's, it's, not, it's not, because you're blaming PetSmart. I'm blaming PetSmart because of their policy. But their policy is in place to protect the individual as well as the animal. But the if, thing is, if they're going, that's what I'm saying. Though you need to do it across the board because if cute little adorable yeah, Fifi right, comes in, I never in, see you're watching the clock. Let's forget this whole argument because <laughs> it's going to be an agree to disagree. Because you're sitting there, you're sitting there going, I understand you're a pet advocate, and I love pets as well. But I also realize that human fallibility is going to cause our perceptive of a dog. You have to mm -hmm. accept that. You know, I accept that, but I also fight that. That is that well, is you're a what I do. No, I'm not a hypocrite. My, I am stating that pet owners need to be responsible for their animals, and we cannot judge <clears throat> across the board and say it's only the pitbulls. Fuck no, it's those stupid little poodles too. My mother but got attacked by a poodle while she while my and the same was argument to be made anything. about people who should have kids and who shouldn't have kids. That's apples to oranges, dude. Hell, if I raise my kid to be a good kid in society, and he gets a shit kicked out of him on a daily basis because of some street hood, you know, kid mom, you know, who doesn't have any responsibility to her kid, how is that different than a, a pet owner not being responsible for their dog? But again, that's my point. You can't do it on a breed basis. <clears throat> well, they, when you put them in school, the kids like, okay, well, there's a bad, the bad school and the good school. You know, hey, you know what? If your kid went to get... But that's what I'm saying. The kids who are getting sent to, you know, to, to the other The kids schools, who are getting sent there... They're not... It's not based on race. It's not based Mommy, on Mommy, daddy, stop fighting. <laughs> I don't like it when you fight. Stop. <laughs> Again, I'm not stop. fighting. I'm just saying I, I, I don't see... I don't see the correlation because... <laughs> don't make me turn this radio show if around. If my kid is bad, he deserves to get put into a exactly. bad school. If but my kid is a good kid... But don't base it solely on breed before you even question the dog's <clears throat> temperament specifically. Sorry, I don't agree because it's all... It's all... all right, we're never going to agree on this, so let's yeah. move on. Nope. Sorry. So, because okay. you're wrong. Yeah, see, that's the problem I have. <laughs> I have no personal stake there. in this. No Christ personal stake in this. So let's go on to the top five movies of the weekend. All right. All right. Okay. Number five is Three Days to Kill. It made $4.9 over the weekend and twenty. <laughs> Million twenty point seven million overall. Gotta admit, I'm a little surprised about this one. Really? Why? Yeah, I didn't think it was gonna do that well. Kevin Costner coming back to movies? Oh yeah. In an action movie directed by Mick G? I don't know. The like the the whole. I almost saw it, it actually this weekend. I was like, ah. But the whole I'm a retired spy yeah. that gets pulled back in for one more job yeah. and then like one it, again. It didn't seem like it was gonna go that well. So I mean, I saw That's the trial. Awesome. I've seen the trial like a bunch of times. It's yeah. it's the old, hey, uh, come back for one more mission. I don't want to. Please, we need you. You know, I can do it. Oh, by the way, you now have been poisoned. You have three days to live. And now he has to save the world, save himself, and save his family in three days. Yeah. If not, he dies. Yeah. Hence, the, hence the phrase, three days to kill. And it's directed by an, an, an accomplished action director. Mm. McG. So I, I almost saw it this weekend. Oh, okay. Instead, I saw the number four movie. Number four movie was Monuments Men. Made five million over the weekend and sixty-five point six million overall in five weeks. Nice. 
I saw it. I thought it was a good movie. Not a great movie, mm-hmm. but it was good. I mean, you know, my dad walked out. He's like, you know, because there's it ends up with like you know, there's other art being. It's based on a true story. Yeah. There's other art out there, and are they going to have a sequel? I'm like, why would you sequelize this movie? I'm like, <laughs> well, there's other art out there. I'm like, Dad, the bad guys were the Nazis. There's no Nazis in 1977. You know. <laughs> You know, in 1980 or 1990 or even 2000, I mean, they're going to come across a whole secret sect of third, you know, third Reich Nazis that are, are holding a Mona Lisa somewhere in a, de- a dungeon. Like, they then, it be- then it becomes national treasure. Yeah. And he's like, hey, you got a point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, the beauty of the Aaron Jones films, they were all the Nazis are bad guys because it was that time. I mean, yeah. but the, the nice thing about it, there was, okay, here's a couple weird things. Bill Murray's in it. Yeah. They had to go to boot camp. And it's like <laughs> a little montage thing. First thing I thought it was Stripes. Because he actually, because there's a scene, there's a scene where he's actually trying to do the obstacle course, and it's hysterical because he's trying to climb over the wall and he's having a hard time. It's funny. Yeah. Then um, D- uh, John Goodman's in it, and he does some John Goodman's kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, Clooney, of course, is awesome in it. Um, we got Matt Damon's in it, yeah. and they're on World War II sets. All I could think of was Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Because oh, he was yeah. Private Ryan. Yeah. And there was actually some shots in the movie that reminded me, because they, they, they go on to Normandy Beach after the, the, like, the storm the of Normandy. Because yeah. they're not really soldiers. They're kind of like Bill Murray's an architect. John Goodman's a sculptor. Um, Matt Damon, who would probably be the one in the Army, has a heart condition. So that's the reason why he couldn't, he couldn't enlist. Mm. But he's an art student, so they bring him... So it's like, you know, like middle-aged to old guys and one guy with a heart condition. <laughs> so they kind of store, they kind of get on the Normandy, but the, the beach is empty, of course, but it looked exactly like Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. And then there was like another shot where they're taking a break that kind of reminded me, I think it was the sniper scene in uh, Saving Private Ryan. I think, I'm, I could be wrong because it's been years since I've seen the movie. Uh-huh. But a lot of the set pieces, I was like, did they just, did they actually go there? Like, because it was, it was almost like identical. Okay. Just different actors. Wow. <clears throat> the movie itself, I thought, was good. I mean, it wasn't like, oh, I can't wait for this to come on DVD because this is going to be part of my collection. It was definitely a movie that you can watch once and go, yeah, all right, it wasn't bad. And then just kind of walk out. Okay. That's kind of what I've been hearing about is is some people <coughs> I know who have seen it are like, eh, I could have waited for DVD for this. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's not really like a, ooh, and there were some funny moments, but it's mm-hmm. funny because of who the people were playing it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's like a cute little scene when Matt Damon's standing on a landmine and George Clooney's like, why would you do that? And he's like, well, I wasn't thinking. I, I was bored. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then Bill Murray comes in and he's like, what's going on? Standing on a landmine. Why would you do that? Like, you yeah. know, it's like <laughs> like jokes like that. But it's, it was it was a little heartwarming, too, because I kind of rolled a tear mm-hmm. once or twice when they're talking about, like, the art. Mm-hmm. I'm not really an art guy. Mm-hmm. But it, was, it made me feel like I was like, wow, that kind of, like, because basically, it's basically a true story. Yeah. It made me kind of go wow, those Nazis were dicks. Like, just forget the whole, you know, murdering six you know, million Jews mm-hmm. and some. But the idea, like, the, the strategy of you know, destroying everyone's art, their art is their history. It's yeah. their, you know, their to eradicate. You can kill as many people as you want, but until you kill their... Their culture. Their culture, their words, they're, yeah. they're gone. And you're just like, those sons of bitches. We're... Yeah. And another thing, too, because it's set in World War II... Mm-hmm. And there weren't I there's I'm hoping there's a deleted scene where <laughs> Brad Pitt and the Inglorious Bastards come walking through. Dude, that'd be awesome. Because I mean, because there was no room for it because it's supposed to be a serious piece. Yeah. But it's all during World War II, yeah. and you know that when they're in Germany, 
So in so is Brad Pitt <laughs> with the Inglorious Bastards. The Bear Jew. Yeah. So I'm kind of waiting. I'm like, like the Bear never, Jew. No, I, got, I know. Oh. I understand that. You I'm just, just had this look on your face. The, the, the whole thing of how he's talking about this serious piece and this made-up group coming in, and it's just like, well, uh, no, no. I mean, like you I said, know what? I would watch that movie. See, but not, but not as like a part of the actual film. I can see like as a the fact Brett, that it's running si- like it, it's in time. Story arcs right. are no, running I, simultaneously. Yeah. But like knowing how Brad Pitt and George Clooney are best of friends, and Clooney's a notorious prankster. Yeah. I can almost, and he directed the movie. Okay. So okay, I, I, now I get you. Now, where, okay. now I understand what you're getting at. I'm looking to see if maybe this happened. Uh, probably not. Dude, but you know what? I would hate <clears> to see that but movie. I mean, and not like him having an interaction. Right. I mean, just while Clooney's giving, like, talking to somebody, you just see off in the background Brad Pitt and the, and the Inglorious Bastards just walking through. Yeah. Not say a word. Not, no, no close ups or nothing. Just like a, a an ambiguous walk on or walk through. Yeah. Like for the people that kind of go, Oh my God! It all—it's all part of the same universe. The Inglorious Bastards was a true story, you know. Just to fuck with people. <laughs> She's looking. I—I I mean. All right. So I—I I googled. Um, what the hell did I Google? Hang on. Uh, the Monuments Men and Inglorious Bastards, and this was just posted last month, February seventh, on the Wrap uh, dot com, and uh, they're talking about George Clooney's Nazi problem in Monuments Men. It's hard to have fun with Hitler. Um, i don't know i think you can (laughs) well actually i was just thinking the producers and it says okay so monument monuments men joins films ranging from the producers to life is beautiful and trying to blend comedy with the third reich um there wasn't a lot of comedy i think you know there was cute moments but not like (laughs) those zany nazis trying to steal art (laughs) <laughs> so they're saying, uh, to, you know, it's uh, awfully difficult to blend comedy and, and Nazis. There's a reason Mel Brooks devised Springtime for Hitler as a guaranteed <laughs> failure in the producers. It's hard to have fun with Hitler in the Third Reich, given all the Jews that died during World War II. But that hasn't stopped Hollywood from trying over the years. The Monuments Men follows fair, ranging from Kelly's Heroes to Quentin Tarantino's Inglorious Bastards. Oh, and they give a list of, of uh, movies that have balanced comedy and serious drama with varying degrees of success. Hmm. Um, the Great Dictator, that was with uh, Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> uh, which Way to the Front, which had Jerry Lewis in it, um, that was in 1970. Kelly's Heroes, it was uh, Telly Savalas, Donald Sutherland, and Don Rickles. Yes. Um, Jacob so the Liar, uh, from That's a great movie. 1999. Robin Williams was in that one. Hogan's Heroes, everybody knows the 1960s uh, TV series. <laughs> I to know be nothing. or not to be. Uh, from 1942, Mr. Roberts, which was a 1955 adaptation of a Broadway play, says it avoids messier elements of World War II by virtue. And I'm pointing Ed. I'm giving Ed hand signals. Oh, I'm like, what Keep the going. hell? Keep going. Don't worry about it. Anyway, uh, Mr. Roberts. Uh, uh, yeah, Mr. Roberts. Uh, Life is Beautiful um, with Robert Benini. Um, he won an Oscar for that yeah. in 1970. That's the one where he's... Uh, he, oh, God. Uh, hey, hey. I thought we'd have be able to avoid that today if we had company no um, she's like family I, I've been here more than once it's I'm not even <laughs> a guest anymore and then as everybody knows Inglorious Bastards and the producer I loved Inglorious Bastards I really. love Great that movie. movie yeah that was a good movie that was really good. And the soundtrack was, was I mean it's well it's, you know, it's, it's Quentin Tarantino he's perfect his soundtracks are always amazing yeah 
All right, so what came in at number three? Number three is the Lego movie. Oh, so, so there was there was no walk-on? <laughs> like, no Brad Pitt going? No, not that uh, I could find. Yeah. Dude, that'd be awesome, though. Good. George Clooney, you need to make that happen. And again, Clooney, there's a couple like little patriotic speeches telling you, if I'm ever on a ledge or if I'm in a, a tower picking off people, call Clooney because he could talk me off of it. He just has that. He, it's him. Between him and Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I'll be calling Clooney. Yeah, Clooney, just get over here. He's on the ledge. You got to get over here. He said, right. he said there's only... Now, now, before you go, give it to, just tell him to jump. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> there's only two people, I think, that you would have to make a phone call. George Clooney or Matthew, uh, um, Matthew McConaughey. What about Angelina Jolie? No, because, you know, if she brings Brad. Like, get, like Brad Clooney, you know... See, I, I would think she would give you a reason to live. Why? She's not mine. Uh, <laughs> What if Brad brought her and said, I'm giving her to you, Sean? For how long? <laughs> Six months. Six months? Yes. I could do that. All right. I'd be like, starting when? <laughs> right now. I want him writing. <laughs> Here, it's notarized already. Me. Off the ledge. First, on your knees. No. <laughs> First thing, look up at me. <laughs> Don't talk. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Just say. <Anyway>. Okay. <clears throat> Fix my computer. Oh, wait, wrong movie. <laughs> All right. All so, right. Uh, so that was number three Lego movie. Lego movie. I yep. still hear nothing but good things about it. Twenty-one million over the weekend, and uh, two hundred nine point three overall Jeez. in four. They're weeks. already starting working on a sequel. Of course. You yeah. Make that How much money. Go wrong? I mean, yeah. <laughs> and what's number two? Number two is Son of God. Hi. Hey. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know that Sean's life story was going to be on film. Actually, I'm more like these, the Flexix version. I'm the Son of Dog. <laughs> 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 Completely different movie. Of course, this is the premiere weekend for it. It made $26.5 million. $26 million for a Jesus movie? That's right. Uh, it doesn't be passionate. Passion of the Christ. It doesn't but... say what the budget is. We'll find out. Because you know why? Because it was probably because it's a propaganda by the Catholic League to try to shove religion down your throat again. It's damn Catholic. You're welcome. Oh, I found it. $22 million. So it made, it, wow. it, it made its money. It made its money back. Yeah, all those, you know. I mean, Easter's... Well, oh, wait. Hold on. I'm getting two different budgets. Oh, boy. See, that's the whole Catholic League trying to, you know... <laughs> They're screwing with us. Mm-hmm. All right. So Wikipedia is saying that the budget was $22 million. Deadline is saying that the budget was five hundred thousand. Either way, it still made its money. Well, yeah, either way, but it's it, you it's, know, it's a question it, of how much. That's a lot of money. Well, yeah, yeah. but I, I mean, owe I, you five hundred thousand. I owe it, you. <laughs> it was it was playing at the Woodhaven, and you know, um, it was just like really, like I mean, okay, I know Fat Tuesdays when Tuesday. Well, I know it's on a Tuesday. I didn't know this it was Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, it's this Tuesday? This Tuesday. That's how good of a Catholic I am. I'm like, I don't know when all the drunk people are marching down South Street. That's yeah. how I know. So it's like, okay. <laughs> You'll see it on Tuesday. They yeah. got to shove out that, you know, religious film. Like, I'm only seeing two religious movies this week, this this summer. Noah and whatever one Christian Bale's in. I'll find out. Yeah. Because I think it's like a, it's a, a Moses movie. I think it's actually called Moses. And there's right. actually in Noah, too. Yeah. Um, my my fiance's brother is actually an extra in Noah and was also an, a featured extra in Wolf of Wall Street. 
right. So and I'm excited for that. The, the weird out. thing is, the weird thing, he had the same look in both movies. <laughs> no, <laughs> same costume no, and everything. He had like the long hair and the scruffy beard. Obviously. For Wolf of Wall Street. For no. <laughs> and he had, and no, he had the for business you. suit for, you know, <laughs> for, for, you know, Just he was a guy. For, for Noah. For Noah. He was like, Noah. Why build an ark when I got one for sale? <laughs> <laughs> for the low, low price. Uh, it's called Exodus, by the way. Exodus, there Exodus. you go. Exodus, and he plays Moses. Yes, Christian Bale. <laughs> he actually has... Uh, let my people go. He actually has three movies coming out this year, and then one that is rumored that he'll be in. Um, so this year he has Knight of Cups coming out. Uh, he'll be playing somebody named Rick. The unti- uh, I'm... I'm not sure if this is actually the title or if it's... <laughs> it's about two it's women a, and a cup, is it? It's... What? No, it's called Unti- Untitled Terrence Malick Project. Okay, that means it has no title at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it going, is that the actual title or is it I just a placeholder? I think there should be a movie called The Untitled... Terrence Malick Project. Project. Or anybody for that matter. Yeah. The Untitled Chrissy King product, Project. Why not? The Untitled Tyler Perry Product. <laughs> project. Well, it'll just be a new... The Untitled... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, what's his... Uh, Medea ty- Project. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's rumored that he's going to be in The Creed of Violence. Okay, but none of them are Bible movies. Well, Exodus is, but... Well, that's what I'm saying. Hold on, let me see what Night of Cups is about. It's about two and a half hours. All right, right. Creed of Violence that he's rumored to be in, it uh, takes place in 1910. Two men, an assassin and a government agent with a hidden connection to him, try to stop an organization behind an armed smuggling ring. So it's a buddy comedy. (laughs) Um, And then Night of Cups is... Okay, this is all it says it's on a, IMDb. It's a, it's a LARPing movie with him trying to get the coveted, <laughs> we call it a cup, holy grail. This, this is all IMDb says. A man, temptations, celebrity, and excess. That's it. Well, the Knight of Cups is actually a tarot Oh, you card. know what? Right. Okay. okay. I'm wondering if IMDb has this listed twice. Oh, no, it's because they're both... Um, the Untitled Terrence Malick Project and The Knight of Cups are both directed by Terrence Malick. Ah. So I was thinking maybe they just had it in there twice, but the um, the stars are different, so it's not. Pharaoh, you will let me go. Swear to me! I'm about the red sea. What? I'm about the red sea. What did you, take that mask off. I can't understand. I'm about the red sea! Bane! Get in here! Moses, you think your people are free? Let my people go. Bane, can you translate? <laughs> Perhaps you're wondering why Sarah is wearing a mask. I don't care. Just free my people. What? Free my people. Hold on for a second. Touch your pee pee. Free my people. Okay, now I can understand. <laughs> yeah, so Batman's going to be Moses. That's... Bringing justice to the Jews. <laughs> That sounds horrible. <laughs> well, Russell Crowe is going to... Save the animals. Herd animals. He's, he's going to create the first zoo. <laughs> what are you two girls doing? Looking at cute We're puppies. looking at pet balls. Christ. Because we didn't let that shit go. Because we're women. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm Just so you guys know, in my ear, you can see I have two sets of headphones on right now. Yeah. Um, I have the Oscars... Well... This is actually the 2013. I have them streaming until the okay. actual thing Show. gets started. But I'm also looking at our Facebook page to see what's going on. And a pit bull popped up. And I had to show Chrissy. Anyway. All right. On our Facebook page? 
No. Oh, was that the translation? Because she probably put it on there. Went, saying, hey, look, it's look on my page. Who said it? Look, it's on our page. <laughs> anyway. All right, so what was the number one? What beat out the, the, the worst son what? of God? What beat out son of God? Yes. Liam Neeson's new flick. Le- Liam Neeson's cock is what Not- beat the son of God. <laughs> <laughs> Non-stop. That thing is godlike, I hear. <laughs> Made thirty million dollars, and it's the premiere weekend. Wow. This is the movie I thought was taken three. <laughs> yeah, like three. again, I thought this movie was going to bomb. That no, that or, or the fact that Liam Neeson turned down <coughs> Three Days to Kill to do this movie. Oh, he did. No, oh. I don't know. Oh, oh well, I thought you, maybe you actually had some insider. <laughs> I'm like, a moron. <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> insider. Why ask? <laughs> However, they have not made back their budget yet. Uh, for uh, the budget was fifty million, so they're twenty million short. But I mean, they'll make that back. It's not no, Liam Neeson's cock beat out the son of God. Yeah, it's, it's Liam Neeson on a plane going. Take it, bitch. I'm a, Take it. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a air marshal, and you either give me twenty million dollars, I'm killing a person every plane on the plane every twenty minutes. Kind of thing. Yeah. With Julian I Moore, don't know who you are. So far, so far, there's only two people in the movie: Liam Neeson and Julian Moore. I think Julian Moore's a bad guy. Because they're the only two people that mentioned in the movie. Hmm. <laughs> I could see Julian Moore's a bad guy. Yeah, because she's... She'd make a fucking hot she's, bad guy. She's, she's sitting, a really sexy chick. Yeah, you know what? She doesn't do it for me. Really? Julian Moore, you no. know what it? You know what it is for I, me? I, it's the red hair. Nah. She, she looks good. You know what? She, she, that red hair and that real pale she skin. I think eats, it's Amber Waves from Boogie Nights. Mm. Yeah, I know, but she lately, like her last two films besides this one, Carrie? had, yeah, but Carrie and, um, well, I'm going to say the Hannibal movie. Yeah. Two films oh. that she has leached off of Jodie Foster, who turned on the role. Mm. Jodie Foster was supposed to be too. Clarice Starling. Yeah. And Hannibal, mm-hmm. Julie Moore was Clarice Starling. She was Jodie Fisher, Jodie, what's her name? Um, Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster was supposed to be the mom in Carrie. She was originally slated to be the, the and she bailed out of it and Julianne Moore. Do you know why Jodie Foster bailed out of Hannibal? Or she yeah. didn't like the script because it, because of the book. Yeah, have you There's, read the book? Yeah. Did we talk about that? Yeah, I, I mean, feel like we did. Yeah, maybe we did. They were supposed to have a romantic encounter. Then in the end, she was supposed to go off with Hannibal. Yes. And there was like she didn't want to do that. She just felt like it was going to be no. And then it didn't even happen, which is like if if you're gonna have a different person play Starling, then let the damn ending happen the way it was supposed to. Or at least go, hey, you know what? You're right. We changed the ending. You want to come back and do be Clarice because we changed it. Yeah, you know, it, it would have yeah. been better. Because the thing is, though, is like with any movie, they always have the script, and if things are going wrong, I mean, they always redo edits and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. how. But I don't think Hannibal was a great movie. I thought it was a good movie. But it wasn't great. The no. book was better. Yeah. If they'd have done the ending the way they were supposed to, it would have been epic. Yeah, so, I mean, probably... I just think they just needed Jodie Foster. Or what they probably did was, you know, which, yeah, but, I mean, sometimes what happens is they'll play a movie with an ending, and they throw it to a test people, and they go, well, I didn't like that ending, and then they change the ending. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that happens, like, um, oh, for example, um, Clark's. Yeah. At the very end of Clark's, after the trailers, Dante gets shot and killed. Right, I remember that. And right before they sold it, they were like, okay, well, you know what? Before it got to the mass market, clip out that ending because no one wants to see that kind of a downer ending. You're going through all this whole comedy movie to have it end with him getting shot and killed in the, in the convenience store mm-hmm. on a day that he's not supposed to be there. Like the, I, We get the irony of it, but it doesn't play well. Mm-hmm. So he was like, oh, all right, whatever. And then, and it became you know, a classic, so 
Huh? It became a classic. I mean, right, but it would it would it have been as much of a classic if Dante had died? No, probably not. Right, because there would have been a Clerks two or a Clerks three. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Because he's doing a Clerks three as well. Oh really? Yeah. I did not know that. I yeah. I mean, Dodgeball did something kind of similar where they originally had a different ending. They were they lost. They, yeah, where they lost and it tested very poorly. Now, in my opinion, like I I watched it and I would have been fine with them losing. Except I, I felt the way that the director put it together was it felt a little bit like a cop out. With them winning? No, no, no. The, oh, the way the they way, lost? The way that he, I guess, um, filmed them losing, right. it, felt, it felt like a cop out. Like well, it that, felt like them, you know, and, and I guess that's the, a lot of the feedback that they, they got about that. Probably ending. the reason why they changed it. So if they had had them lose, but, and I don't know how they would have done this, but film it in a way that it doesn't feel like I'm too lazy to shoot the rest of the film. Like, make it, if you're going to go with that kind of ending, you've got to make it well, good. Well, see, I, and I don't remember the, I don't exactly remember how it ended, the original version, mm-hmm. but maybe that that's where the comedy part was supposed to come in. Maybe the joke wasn't um, funny. Maybe the joke wasn't funny. And may, maybe that's it. Like, I mean, it's been a long time since I've, since I've right. seen it. So same thing. I can't quite Cause remember Because I thought it, it was just, just pretty much one-on-one, Bink, you're you're Bink, out. Yeah, I think I think that was it, and then and then yeah. that was it, and the film was over. Right. We went over the line, but I I never saw the alternate ending. Right, I think the alternate ending is basically Ben Stiller grabbing the ball first, popping. Uh, let me find. Let me see if I can find it. It was it was it was very like, it wasn't as cinematic. Like there was no the underdog won. It was the underdog lost. Why? Because they were they're not as good as this team. Right, but the name of the story is Dodgeball, an underdog story. Uh, yeah, but how many times does the underdog actually win? Uh, well, that's what makes the movie so good. That's why I watch it. Well, like, that's why everyone watches times. it, but originally, like, if it's going to be slated as a, it's an underdog story, yeah, well, most of the time, the underdog doesn't win. You know, when was the last time, when was the last time in history that the underdogs won? Hmm. Outside of a movie, when was the last time you actually, historically... I know there was... Hold on. Google. Well, I mean, historically, like everyone's gonna go, oh, here's the time, like when. Okay, here's 1980, which was the Olympics. The recall. The recall. Miracle. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that's okay. Four years ago, I got the six most mismatched battles ever won by underdogs. Actually, I think the Seahawks versus the Denver Broncos. No, the Seahawks were split. Black people saying the Seahawks were Boston winning the. They come the, back for yeah yeah I mean it's not it's not unheard of but okay that was when uh, two thousand and one no so two thousand and two sooner than that wasn't it hold on but the first time Boston swept you know are we talking about the four the the comeback against the Yankees because that was in like two thousand and two two thousand four to two thousand and four again ten years ago anything um, more recent than that let's see. Oh, wait, wait, when was this? Hold on. Sorry, I, I'm wait, very what? bad with basketball, or basketball, Jesus Christ, baseball history. Wow. <laughs> you sports. Know, they <laughs> sports. I'm a chick. I don't know nothing. Hey, I, I know enough to get by. That's all. All right. Okay, yeah, it Apparently was 2004. The Red Sox ended an 86-year championship drought. Um, oh, here we go. And now their fortunes have shifted so dramatically that winning titles have become commonplace. And this was written in 
2013. Again, that's great for the that's great for the Sox. But the point, the question yeah. was, when was the last time an underdog won something? It would be 2004. Are they making a new dodgeball? Because I keep, as I heard a rumor. I haven't heard anything. I've heard a rumor that there is, and and I sure hope so, because. You know, now 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 White is like a, a big fellow again. He's not working out anymore. Who? The guy the guy White who is uh Ben Stiller's character. Oh. At the end of the movie he like just goes on oh, like a feeding okay. frenzy. I know it. I with can't. the milkshake song. I wouldn't see <laughs> That was awesome. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. I wouldn't there. see I would not it's see a dodgeball sequel. No, I don't think um, it was that good of a movie I, to make a To me, to, uh, like, there are certain movies that I don't, I don't think... It was yeah. an okay movie. It wasn't like... I liked the movie. I, I could watch it in. But you can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a ball. But like, is there... Is there like, like okay, Anchorman 2, I don't think really needed a sequel. But It was hilarious. Yeah, you know, well, I, I actually want to see the rated R version that just came back out in theaters. You know, because the first version was PG-13 where they threw all the jokes that were made in the rated R movie and put it back in the theaters. Oh, okay. It's um, nice. Anchorman to the um, the Legend continues. Legend, no, no, no. The they changed the title. It's, yeah, it's Anchorman to the Legend continues. All right. But for the R-rated release, they it's Anchorman to Legend continues the blank blank edition. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Yeah. So you're just staring like uh, what, like. <laughs> By the way, I just want to I I just want to kind of mention how. For lack of a better way to put it, how uh, contentious this alternate ending is for Dodgeball. So I Googled Dodgeball alternate ending, and it pops... (laughs) Enging. Shut up. I was on vacation for a week. You're lucky I'm upright right now. It appears in two <laughs> again softball pitch. That was on a that was that was, that was on a t ball stand. <laughs> Baron sitting at home going, "Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are lucky. She's upright." <laughs> what do you expect? I didn't see him for a month. Anyway, so it's in two separate articles. One called 10 alternate endings that improve movie improve movies." from whatculture.com and then another one um that um i would say probably said the opposite yeah basically (laughs) six movies with far more depressing alternate endings from mental floss and then there's a couple that just give lists of like 50 alternate endings from den of geek and eight movies that change the original i bet you not one of them mentioned the butterfly effect which i think the original ending would have been perfect there was an alternate ending? I didn't know that. You've seen the, the, the Ashton Kutcher film. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Endings, I, I just endings all happy, everything's ending. right and all. There was something in the movie that was mentioned that his mom had five miscarriages. Oh. Right? Mm-hmm. Because all those kids, because in the original ending, he transgresses back to when he's in the womb and hangs himself with his umbilical cord. <gasps> and that is the same thing that happened to all his would-have-been brothers and sisters oh. because they had the power. And they fucked up their lives so bad. The only way to write it was by killing themselves. Oh, yeah. You, my my mouth was completely ajar right there. Yep. To me, that I was like, that. like that. I mean, I can understand. Like, I get goosebumps because I'm like, okay, you're having. You, and they actually show the kid, you know, the baby grabbing and wrapping around his. You know, it was very graphic, but also like, holy shit! But that ending was like, that's the only way it really could have ended. Well, Instead looking, of the happy ending. I'm looking at this one that has 50 on here just to see. There's a lot of them that I never knew that there were alternate endings. Blade, 
Uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, which they I live. don't know why there's a South Park picture <laughs> under that one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and again, Salt apparently had an alternate ending, yeah. but they're yeah. showing American Horror Story Asylum picture. Maybe they couldn't get a picture. Maybe. Hannibal. Or obviously. maybe they're trying to make a joke. Um, room for, oh, 1408. Uh, the John Cusack yeah. movie about the haunting. Speaking of, he's, he's in talks of doing another Stephen King movie. Ooh. Um, another famous book. But, all right. Yeah. While you're looking that up, let's uh, carry on. I think we should take a break now. Okay, and then come back and do DVD and video game releases? That sounds good to me. Okay. And I will post this to Facebook, so if anybody wants to take a look at the full list, it will be there for you. Alrighty. Enjoy. We'll be right back. And we're back! Uh, what did I tell you about that fight, huh? Uh, uh, uh. It was like cats and dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it was like bully dogs and less bully dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I still win because I was the last say. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, so that's basically the end of part one. Um, if you have any questions or comments and you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. It's Erica with a K. And, <laughs> I thought uh, we stopped that. Oh, that's why I was like, okay, so people could be someone's first time listening. That's right. It's, it could be the first download. It could be the, somebody, to this, this download could be someone's first download. Of our show. Yeah. So, welcome, you newbies. <laughs> we won't slam you for that. No. But you just have a lot to catch up on. So, go back. Go to wordswithgeeks.com so you can download all our past episodes. Or you can go to iTunes now and download them there. Yes. Well, we can always go to iTunes, but we have to throw both in. Yeah. I was trying to make a nice even roll into that. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, or you can go, obviously, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters and Like Us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also catch us live on Sunday nights, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com or iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. And I guess on that note, we'll see you in part dose. Oh, and, and someone, what? Hit that button. <laughs>